0: Chapter one of the J Bird Who Went Tame This is a Libri Box recording. All Libri Box recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. dot org. The J Bird Who Went Tame by John Breck Jake and Tad Make themselves at home. Probably you're all wondering what happened to Chick Jay and Tad Coon when the big rain began to fall. Chick had hurt his wing. He'd have had a bad time with it if he'd tried to stay in the pickery thorn bush in the quail's thicket down by Dr. Muskrat's pond. Tad Coon knew a thing or two. When he advised the bird to let Louis Thompson catch him. Well, when Louis burst into his mother's kitchen with Jake holding on tight to his fat, warm finger, he was most bursting with pride. You know just how you'd feel if you were Louis. Jake felt just a little flattery, but he knew he was safe so long as the little boy held him he waved his well wing and put up his crest but he never let go his hold on the funniest perch he'd ever sat on of course Louis's mother forgot all about the supper she was cooking oh wherever did you catch him she asked isn't he a pretty thing I never knew they had purple on their necks, just like grapes hanging in the sun. How do you suppose he keeps all that white in his wings so clean? He takes a bath every morning, said Louie. I've seen him. Tad was out in the woodshed by the pussycat's dish, snubbing his shiny black nose against the screen he was sniffing the hot johnny cake he could smell baking in the oven you know louis promised him some with syrup on it too pretty soon jake had his beak pointed at the stove he knew what johnny cake was because he'd had a taste of the piece louis brought to the pond he was most as interested as tad coon then, Louis's mother smelled it. Heavens she exclaimed, "I clean forgot my oven!" She opened the door and took the Johnny cake out, hot and steaming. Louis took a nice, crusty corner right away, quick. Of course, Jake thought that this was the signal for him, so he picked up a crumb, and his eyes fairly popped because he wasn't used to eating hot things then didn't she laugh the smart thing said she he's just like folks but your pa'll be here in a minute and he won't think these kitchen's any place for birds if i know him quick Louis, put him down cellar in the cage so the cats can't get at him here's enough for him and the coon down cellar they went but louis was careful to leave the door open so tad could run down and see him and jake didn't mind the cage so very much in fact he was as comfortable as though he'd been at home more comfortable maybe because it was pretty scary sleeping in the woods with killer the whistle sniffing about to find his hiding holes. Anyway, he was too full and too sleepy to think about it. But tat Coon wasn't sleepy a bit. He licked the last crumb of Johnny cake and the last drop of syrup Louis had put on it out of his whiskers and was just cleaning the stickiness off his little handy paws when he heard something that pricked his ears straight up. Huh, that's a funny noise in the hen house, he said to himself. It isn't Louis, and it isn't his father. I believe I'll take a look. So off he marched, stepping most carefully in the hard middle of the path where the man walk, so he wouldn't make his tracks plain for anyone to follow. He thought about it, because the evening was so dark, he couldn't see very far ahead of him, but he could smell plain as plain. It was so fresh and cool, all his own fur wanted to puff out, but he wouldn't let it. He didn't want anybody to get a smell of him. Sniff, sniff, sniff. What's in that wood pile? Over he jumped so softly he didn't make even the screech of a claw then hey if this happened to our quail folk out by the pond there would be a fine goings-on for it was the remains of a chicken he craned his neck to see who had put it there but he couldn't notice anything but the feather smell that bird wasn't killed tonight thought he that was last night's work it wasn't any owl it wasn't a cat they're horrid speedy creatures but they don't steal hissed i'll know who it was in about two whisks of a mouse tail he's doing it again pit 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 he tiptoed over to the henhouse. All the birds were shrieking and cockling. Help! Murder! Thieves! The ones on the far up back perches were squawking. Spur him! Peck him! But the ones who were down in front were only fluttering hard to keep high off the floor on their clumsy wings. Tad squinted through a crack. He could just make out a limp white heap of feathers being dragged. He couldn't see who was doing the dragging, but sniff! He went galloping around and around the house winning. Where did he get in? Oh, wherever did he get in? For that thief was the biggest, oldest, greyest rat he'd ever seen and the wisest too he'd hunted right under the noses of louis cats for so long he had a whole lot more tricks than tad had hairs in his whiskers but tad played a brand new one on him suddenly he stopped right still what a cub i am he snickered to himself old sharp we'll take that bird right back to the wood pile where he ate the other one. That's the place for me to wait for him. In about three jumps, he was on tap of it with his ears cocked, listening for the rat to come. He was listening so hard, he didn't pay any attention when the kitchen door slammed, Louis's father was going to take a last look at his barns to make sure the big rain that was coming wouldn't do any harm to them and louis was with him to carry the lantern he swung it as he walked and the light set all the shadows dancing tad kun didn't pay any attention to that either he learned all about it down by dr muskrat's pond but the rat did pit pat pit pat swish tad could hear him coming dragging his chicken in one lantern swing his eyes lit up like the headlights of a little automobile and he saw tad's ears pointed right toward him he dropped his bird and jumped at the very same breath as tad Coon. In the next swing, Louis Thompson's father saw the white feathers lying on the ground and he saw the fluffy tail and frilly fur pantalons of Tat Coon diving down a big crown crack for a drain he was just going to dig. Here, he roared, that's who's been he was going to finish killing our chickens and he was going to lay it to Tad coon but he didn't have time the cracks were laid out across the yard ready to put in the first three were so close together even a rat couldn't squeeze out between them Louis's father cocked up a shovel and slapped it over the open end of the third one weak weak snarl snap scaffold scratch whee what a thumping and bumping was inside that crack then it was quiet he moved his shovel to peek in he looked into the smiley face of tad coon but tad's smile had rat hanging down from either side well i swan exclaimed louis thompson's father he said some more things like that the words didn't make much sense because he didn't know exactly what he did mean but you ought to have heard louis thompson hooray he squealed hooray for my coon that's the rat we saw stealing an egg out from under the hen who sat in the grain room last spring it's the very same one you said he was too smart for the cats and they'd never catch him but my coon got him he sure did that's some coon said his father at last some coon but how do you know he doesn't kill chickens too because he's friends with all the birds down by the pond louis insisted i've never seen him eat a single one not even my jay with the hurt wing i'm pretty sure he could have caught him just as easy as i did your jay said his father where do you keep him he thought he knew everything there was on the farm down cellar said louis he was just a little scared that maybe his father would be angry if Jake made the noise because He had got so angry when tat Coon did. He'll be quiet, I know he will. But I couldn't bear to leave him out in the rain. The minute it stops, I'll let him go again. Truly, I will. Hmm, first thing I know, I'll have a menagerie instead of a farm. Was all the man answered to that give me the lantern i'll turn to locking up the barns so the doors won't blow off their hinges you take a couple of blacks from that wood pile and fix the cellar door so your coon isn't locked out i guess it won't rain in and put some corn down there the mice are very bad again he's a mighty good beast to have around that is if i don't catch him after my chickens but Louis was gone to fix a fine place for tad to hide from the storm End of chapter one